Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. And sold, but on January 1st, 2006, the Copyright Board raised it to nine cents and a tenth for every song you sold. Oh, they got a pay raise. There you go. Yeah. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show, Rock School Radio Network, and uh, my wife apparently cannot get her microphone to go exactly where it should be. What's Stop the matter it. with you? My name is Tammy Bird. It is, right, but what's the matter with your microphone? Why can't you get it to... Did you start playing with the microphone? No. Did you start I, touching all no. of these wheels on the back? Did you start doing things Ma- like that? Maybe. Don't touch the thing. I've put the microphone where it should be. Don't touch the microphone. These little finger wheels and such on the back. Don't touch those. You shouldn't do that. You're bossy. You are not an audio professional. Okay, I'm Joe Burns. You said your name was Tammy already, so let's move along. Look, this one today might take a little while to explain. And furthermore, it's another one of those topics where I shake my head and I go, does anyone even care Well, we about care this? at rock school. Well, yeah, we do. Does the audience care about any of this stuff? You know the how there are songwriters and then there are people who perform the songs? Yes. No, in reality, not every person who sings the song actually you know, writes the song that they sing. Right. I don't think Barbara Streisand has ever actually written a song. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Mm, some, perfect. It right. employs more people. Right. Some people are performers. Some people are songwriters. Here's the problem. In, I what's the year on here? See if I can find it. 2014. The PROs, do you know what the PROs are? They call them the pros. No, I don't. This is ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC. Okay. CSAC is sort of the ASCAP of Europe. What they did was ask the American Department of Justice. Uh Uh-oh. Why it's them that makes the decision on how people get paid, I have no idea. But they asked the Department of Justice to look into how people are going to get paid under the new streaming services, which seemed like a good idea. You know, there's there's not a whole lot of money in streaming. So, okay, so how how are people going to get paid? It wasn't so much the artists, the performers, which is how everybody seems to be losing their mind over, but rather the songwriters, the people who create the music that the performers actually perform. Right, right. The DOJ, the Department of Justice, came back with this weird ruling Uh that depending on who you are, you either think is the greatest thing in the world or is really bad. And I'm going to tell you about it because it either means the end of any collaboration whatsoever or it means 
the beginning of a new era in songwriting. Uh oh. Because it's really weird, and I can't, for the life of me, understand why the DOJ did it the way they did. We're also going to talk about songwriters, how much songwriters make, how much they get paid, and things like that. Is the government messing things up? I, I, they I, wouldn't do that, would I, they? I guess the government has to get involved because there has to be a voice that says, look... Well, they asked him to get involved. Right, this is how much people get paid. But it's the weirdest thing as to how someone got paid. And once I tell you how it is, you're going to go, well, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't seem fair. Well, it certainly sounds governmental. Yeah, it does. tell me more. There you go. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about this new DOJ ruling, which came out in August and made, you know, Taylor Swift get upset. What doesn't upset Taylor Swift anymore? But in my mind, either I can't come up with it. I can't say, gee, this is great or gee, this is bad because depending on the circumstance... It seems to make sense either way. Don't let uh, the audience decide. Tell you all about it. We're going to play songs today all about writing songs. I'm working on the rewrite. Here's Paul Simon here on Rock School. we're talking about how songwriters get paid. Now, you have yelled at me, I can't tell you how many times, that I should take my songs and I should try sending them to a service that then, in turn, tries to sell them in Nashville. Please do that. I've tried to do that a couple times. I just haven't gotten around to actually submitting it to the services. Oh, my gosh. How many different writers do you think are in Nashville right now? I found that. Oh, you know you that number? Yes, I do. How many do you think there uh, are? I'm going to guess 10,000. How about 43,000? <gasps> there are 43,000 people professionally writing. Professionally. Jeez Those Louise. that are set. Professionally writing songs in Nashville. My chances of selling a song in Nashville are about the same as me growing wings and flying out that window. Right, you know, any time now. I don't wow. think that's going to happen. So here's the thing. All these people who are selling songs are interested in this ruling. My question is, is the general public interested in this ruling? The professional rights organizations, the pros, in 2014 asked for the DOJ to attempt to figure it out. Now, let's look at this. Let's say you and I write a song, mm-hmm. and we make the decision that since I wrote the vast majority of the song, I own, say, seven. 75% of it and you own 25% of it. Doesn't that sound fair? No. But it go it ahead. doesn't? No. Okay, well, it does to me. We as a songwriting team make the decision that my name should go first and that I should have most of the song. Well, the DOJ came back in August of 2016 and decided to create something called full work licensing, otherwise known as 100% licensing 100 percent right that means that if you and i wrote a song together yes we have 100 percent licensing both ways you own 100 percent and i own 100 percent now i don't know if you can do very quick math but 100 percent and 100 percent equals 
200%. It sounds like I get, I'm going to get half of whatever you get. Exactly. Right? That's the thing. It doesn't matter also how much you actually involved yourself there in the There was absolutely no input on this end, and, and I'm still taking my share. You're still taking your share. Uh-huh. And furthermore, if we're both represented by the same pro, say ASCAP or say BMI, you have equal rights over the song as I do. You can do anything you want with the song. I can do anything I want with the song because we both have equal rights. Okay, so over let's say song. four of us were sitting around the campfire. We all own equal rights of the song. That's Get what the DOJ said. Out. That is going to divide money like crazy. It's going to make more money. It has no it, choice. What do you mean it's going to make more money? So let's say you own 25%, he owns 25%, he owns 25%, I own 25%. The four of us. Van Halen always split their money four ways okay no matter what according to this under the new what they called full work licensing everybody must be represented 100% of the time so if the four of us are together the four of us have 100% prospect to the song then before you sit down with somebody and start to write there needs to be some uh talking going on you have now found the problem with this thing it sounds great on the surface we're all going to make more money because even if you put in 35 percent and i put in 65 percent split my money see there's the problem and if you only put in one ding on a piano i'm sorry dude that that should not be a hundred percent love love me do was written completely by paul mccartney except for the middle eight bars, which was written by John Lennon. But under this 100% thing, according to the Department of Justice, both artists own the song completely. Now, you tell me, is that fair? Is that fair? It ain't fair to me. It ain't fair to me. Lady writer. (laughs) Talking about songs where people are talking about writing songs. Did I just break the space-time continuum saying I don't know. The grammar thing was all messed up, man. It's a triple negative. Here you go. It's Dire Straits on Rock School. Okay, so you see the problem right up front. Yeah. There's I a little do. bit of concern. Would you like me to throw even more of a problem into the mix? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Let's say you and I write a song and we make the decision that you have written two thirds of the song and I have written one third of the song. Sounds In, about right. Right. Instead of music and words, you have written big sections of the chorus and the music, and I have written just simple little sections over here and there. So I get the a third of the song. Section. Yeah, the doo wah section. Du-wah. Right. I wrote the shooby dooby doops. Okay. No concerns. It used to be, now if you remember, the DOJ is the one that wrote this thing, this 100% full work licensing. Well, it used to be that it was from 1941, what was known as a consent degree. That consent degree in 1941 stated each author to his own percentage. So I would receive 33% of the song. You would receive 66 or 67% of the song. There right. it equals 100%. And that seemed, in my mind, to make sense, right? Yes. Now I own 100%. You own 100%. 
Why? According to the DOJ, it's for easy math. So apparently we're stupid. So we need easy math. But furthermore, here's the problem. The reason we have ASCAP and BMI, mm -hmm. the two licensing firms, right. the two pros, is because they are competitors. Why would an artist join this one rather than that one? Because they receive a better rate from this one or they receive more perks from this one. Okay. There are reasons to join one over the other. I am a BMI recipient. I mean, I am part of BMI. So I just liked their system better and I could get into their um, into their world so what's easier. The, uh, you getting any perks? Of course not. I don't sell my music. Oh, shoot. I get a zero, but I am I am at least when my music goes up on the services represented by BMI. So if it ever happens that somebody says, hey, I want your song in a movie or I want your song in what have you, I will be represented by BMI. So here's the problem. Let's say you and I do write that song. I'm 33%, mm -hmm. you're 66%. You're represented by ASCAP, I'm represented by BMI. No. Your ASCAP rate is a half a percentage higher than my BMI rate. At 100 and 100, which rate oh, do we use? Are they going to use the higher rate or are they going to use the lower rate? Well, you know they're going to use the higher rate. No, of course not. They're going to save money. Well, I mean, they're going to pay you less. I misunderstood. They're going to give yeah. you less money than what you were thinking you were going to get. Of course, that's the problem. They're going to use the rate that saves them money so uh, that they can carry more cash along. This is awful. Makes for easier money, makes for easier mathematics, but when you start running into those problems... Even if I just gave a few words here and there, I am equal to you, and I may do anything with the song I wish. No, you can't. According to this rule, according to the DOJ, what, I can. What do you mean you can do anything you want to without my permission? Yes, according to the law, I own the song equally with you. Even though I only put in 10%, 15%, what have you, I own the song equally so with you. So you can go do the crazy Pepsi commercial if you want to and put the song out there and then yes. without me even yes. approving. Yes. I can let Donald Trump use the song without your approval. I can let Hillary Clinton use the song without your approval. Yes. How Goodness. about that? Go jump in a lake. We got some fights that are going to happen. Oh, I'll make you a bet. Here you go. John Fogarty wrote a song for everyone with Miranda Lambert and Tom Morello here on Rock School. Live myself a coming county welfare line. I was feeling strung out, hung out on the line. Saw my for going down or in June All I want Okay, into the first break, something I failed to mention in the last one, uh, last break. The, the thing is, I may do what I want to do with the song as long as I pay you 
your share. Okay. That yeah. was something the DOJ ruling stated. That makes sense. If I want to give it to Trump, I can. If I want to give it to the, you know, I just Clinton, have to be paid. You just have to be paid. Right. And once that's done, see, according to the DOJ, we own the song equally. So now let me ask you this. Yeah. Let's say you're you're taking the song and you're going to play it for whomever. Yeah. And they're going to pay you a hundred thousand. No one's going to pay you that. But okay. okay, fine. Do you owe me fifty thousand of that? Yes, it's got to be split equally. Okay. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I got you. Exactly that. Go sell the yogurt. Do whatever no. you need to do with the song. <laughs> I'm in, man. No matter what, you must be given your hundred percent. But even so. I I own the song equally. I may do even though I wrote I don't know two lines of it. Yeah. I own the song equally and may do with it as I please. Now, I looked at Nashville. This was just the easiest data to find mm-hmm. because Nashville lives on songwriters. Yes. Okay. It says here you used to get 8.5 cents per song that you wrote and sold, but on January 1st, 2006, the Copyright Board raised it to 9 cents and a tenth for every song you sold. Oh, they got sold. a pay raise. There you go. Yeah. So if you sell an album or mm-hmm. you get a song that goes on an album that sells a half a million, you make a grand total of approximately $45,000 for a song that you sold. Not a bad Not bad. What percentage of albums go gold? That's half a million. That's gold here in the the United States. In the country world? What percentage of albums go gold of those that are recorded in Nashville? Go ahead, take a swing at it. 5%? Less. It's just over 2%. Just over 2%. So you can sell your song, but the chance you're going to make any money is really next to nothing. How many songwriters in Nashville do you think sell a song that makes a cut onto a sellable album each year? Now, remember, there is, let me look at my notes again. How many did they say? 48,000 songwriters in Nashville. How many make the cut How to many an make album? The cut? How many songwriters? Probably about 500, I would think. 75. Get Bent. 75. five. It is. There's a lot of songwriters. Yeah. And I don't doubt they sell the songs to lower bands and the bands give them a couple bucks. But to get on an album? Goodness. 75. Which, don't, don't quit your day job. Yeah, it gives me the impression it's a small fraternity. The question is how yeah, much and it's does... The same, it's the same people over and over again, Oh, I have right? to believe. I have to believe. The question then becomes how much does a songwriter make in Nashville? And after we take All our right. break, I shall tell you, I believe on that piece of paper right there, you have a, uh, yep. a set of call letters. Go ahead. Who's listening uh, to W-Y-A-P us? W-Y-A-P in Clay, West Virginia. That's wonderful. We'll be back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, Tammy, I just have a question. Do you think the average listener, the average music fan even cares about this i i think people are interested in what they don't know about yes you but do you think they give a care that 
the songwriter gets paid or is it the concept of, well, if you don't get paid, someone else will do it. We'll just get music somewhere else. I think it, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I I hate to say that. I think that, uh, I've said this before, music has lost its intrinsic value. Mm -hmm. The concept of I will pay for a piece of music if it's not free, I just don't care anymore right so the fact that music is free and the fact that you who write the music aren't getting paid is immaterial to me now i don't think they'd say it out loud because that would make them sound really how do i put this curt terse nasty but i wonder how many people would really want to concern themselves with it. That, well, that bugs many. me. Yeah, I know. But I want to bring this. I want to put this out there to say that, this, look, this is what happens. On average, now this is average. Obviously, there are the songwriters who make a whole bunch of money, and there are the songwriters who make zero. On average, how much does the average songwriter in Nashville make? Oh, my gosh. Take a guess. Now, this is per this song. Is, is this... Is- is this per, okay? Per this song? is per song, per song, oh ladies and gentlemen. My gosh. And it depends on how many songs they write per year. If you're interested, okay. no, no, wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Get, okay. okay, go ahead. A, a total amount of money that the songwriter would per make song. per year or per song. Per song. Hundred dollars per song. You're darn close. It's ninety-one dollars. Ninety-one. You are not going to get rich doing this. Now there is a group of people that do make a living doing it, but the average how? songwriter, how? ninety-one how? songs. How? I, well, there's an average a group of people that can do it. There's 75 people that can do it, apparently. Yeah, it looks that way. They get uh, they get money over what's known as mechanical royalties. That's from the copyright board when they sell it. They get performance royalties. That's what's set by the pros when it gets played. That's ASCAP BMI. And they also get sync fees uh, when somebody uses it in a movie or a video or a commercial, something like that. But all told, when all is said and done, now that's $91 average. So my guess is that might be a little high, and you're screaming at me to try and get my songs out to somebody in Nashville. This country club membership is very small. Exactly. What are we going to do with the $91? You want to go to Outback Steakhouse? Well, we couldn't even do that with two kids, four of us. I love Outback Steakhouse. Ain't no drinking if you pay if you only got 91 bucks. Bloomin' onion. Love it. Well, I can remember like it was only yesterday. Like a little child of play But oh how lovers change I never dreamed out easily For now I'm just a shadow Of the book when I write Okay, bottom of the hour here on Rock School. Once again, we'll do the names. My name is Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. And you always have been. Let's do seven days and 70 seconds. I'll tell you how it's shaking out within the music industry. These are the rock and roll dates. October 10th, as we move closer. 
to Halloween. Through October 16th, it was today that you and I kind of came up with the idea for the Halloween show this year. Well, yeah, boom. Ready to go. Candy, candy, candy. I believe you have Monday, Tammy. Go. October 10th, 1980, Bruce Springsteen releases The River. Great, great album. October 11th, 1970, Elvis the Pelvis has made an honorary special deputy of Bel Air, California. (laughs) October 12th, 1975, Rod Stewart performs his last concert with the Faces in Long Island, New York. October 13, 1974, renowned television host Ed Sullivan dies of esophageal cancer in New York City, aged 73. October 14th, 1964, the Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts marries Shirley Ann Shepard and in a remarkable display of fidelity remains married to her the rest of his life. You know that exists in rock and roll. Meatloaf is still married. Tom Petty is still married to his original. Slow down. Slow down. I wonder if there are enough examples that that's a show. It is a show. I'm telling you. Okay, there are the three people. Let's just play music for the rest of the hour. Let's celebrate. October 15th, 1995, Paul McCartney and his wife Linda appear on an episode of The Simpsons. And October 16th, 1986, Chuck Berry's Hail Hail Rock and Roll concert is filmed in St. Louis. If you haven't seen that documentary, I urge you to make a point of seeing it. If for nothing else, the concert at the end where um, Keith Richards is playing rhythm guitar for Chuck Berry. It's so good. Very good. Okay, so what happens with the fallout from this DOJ ruling where everybody gets paid 100%? Well, BMI plans to sue. ASCAP has announced that it will work on new legislation in Congress. Okay, fine. Well, there's this other group called the Computer and Communications Industry Associations, the CCIA. Who are they? They represent Pandora, Google, and other tech giants who do, guess what, stream music. Now, if you're worried about, you know, other places, well, they represent themselves, but this CCIA represents some of the big streamers and the streamers they say are going to do very well under this new DOJ ruling. Really? Why? Yes, why? Well, it's easy mathematics. Why in the world? Ready for this? I think so. Would you need a pro? Why would you need BMI? Why would you need ASCAP? The question is, if it's this easy, if you write a song, or if you and I write a song, and we both own the song, why not just bypass BMI? Why not just bypass ASCAP? Why not just bypass CSAC and go straight to Pandora? Go straight to the people. Go straight to I don't know, what, whatever, you know, pick another one, Google, go straight to what have you and bypass them completely and we'll just simply pay you directly from our royalties since we're the royalty makers. Why do you need this middleman in the middle? Oh. Right. Now the money is easy. I don't have to worry about percentages. It's all 100%. Oh. 
And so they're happy as sin with it. They think it's fantastic. Absolutely. And BMI it, has to be laying on their back, kicking their heels in the right. air. Uh, many, many people look at this and go, this could be the... Now, this is only for streaming, remember. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. This could be the end, the beginning of the end for the pros. <gasps> you could watch in oh. a couple decades, BMI, ask Pepsi Sec, bye-bye. You heard it, it here, folks. You, you heard it here no, on you, Rock School. You didn't hear it here. You sure heard, they did. You, you heard, heard something here, but yeah. You heard me reciting from other sources. But yeah, that's what a lot of people are concerned about. Song Sung Blue. Here we go. It's Neil Diamond on Wonderful. Rock School. Hey, Linda, stay up with me for this song, will you? Song Sung Blue. Everybody knows what. Song, song, blue, every garden grows warm. Me and you are subject to the blues now and then. When you take the blues and make a song, you sing them out again. Come sing them out again. Blue, everybody, 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 no. Okay, coming into the second break. Stop. What? I got a question for you. Okay, I was really ready to roll. I know you were. Go ahead. Didn't BMI ask for this? Yeah, they did, but they didn't really respect the outcome or expect the outcome that was going to come near them. That was that was really shocking what came from the the, the DOG, uh, the government. Yeah, that was really not good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was shocking. Well, does the government want to destroy BMI? No, I don't think so. But the thing is, uh, you know, time marches on. At some point in time, they were a hundred buggy whip you know, manufacturers, and then what happens is you receive a larger and larger share of a smaller and smaller market. At some point in time, there was only one or two companies making really, really nice buggy whips. Yep. And then it wasn't needed anymore. Then it was one, and then it was none. Right. Well, there's probably one. I guarantee people still need buggy whips. That's true. But from 50 companies down to one that makes really, really nice buggy whips. So now you've got the question of, is this stuff even needed? anymore wow 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 yeah you may be looking at the different or the end of representation of artists they may very well be able to take the representation and put it in their own pocket at this point here are the big concerns and these things were culled from multiple websites are the pros bmi ascap able to pay the 100% licensing as expected by the doj i.e. Is it really 100% each or is it 50% each? If 50 and 50 is 100%, the DOG says 100%. So does that mean that if you and I sell a song and we both get 100%, does that mean 200%? That's the way it's written. 100% for you, 100% for me? That's 200%. Well, where, well what about BMI? What's their share? Well, they're going to take a percentage. That's how they work. They take a percentage 
of. And that's the thing. If they take a percentage of 100 and 100, that means their percentage grows. Now, that's good for them at first until the artist realizes, hmm, why in the world do I have to give you money when I can go straight to Pandora? Mm. When I can go straight to, you know, name it. Yeah. What have you. And if these streaming services all start working with each other, it even gets harder to move to these things. It says here as well, will the major music publishers like Sony ATV simply not use pros and accept royalties themselves? Forget the, the, the services. The literal, how would you even put it, record companies? There are no records anymore. The record companies would act as the pros. Why not? There's, It's 100%. It's stupid easy math. So Sony could accept your record royalties and then hand them out to you. Wow. Why not? Uh, we said this one already. If 100% is 100%, does that really mean that you're getting 100 and I'm getting 100 and that's 200? No way. Don't know. And finally, if this is the truth, will artists stop collaborating? Because there are those that really are the high-end people, and they really just like sort of working with somebody. Now, I'm, I'm stopping. I'm 75%, you're 25%, no. but I like working with you, but I'm not giving you 100% of no, the tune. No, I'm done. Yeah, we'll just meet on Sundays for racquetball. There you go. We're not writing songs anymore. I'm not anymore. writing songs with you anymore. Yeah. Isn't that awful? That is the problem. It really is. We got another radio station listening to us. Who is it? Well, that would be WXZY in Kane, PA. Wow, those are hard call letters to say because you I really want to say XYZ, examine your zipper. All oh, right. come on now. Coming back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, everything I've been doing so far has really been a downer. Yes, it has. It's sort of been the beginning of the Snoopy novel, and it was a dark and stormy night. (laughs) However, there are people that are of the opinion that this is a great idea. Now, this woman, Jody Dunnance at Digital Music News, I found other places, but she just gave it in such a form that I could whoop, grab it, and that would be really wonderful. She says the DOJ got it right. She says the pros have been paying fractionally, 75-25, that kind of thing. Now the DOJ say they must pay 100%. Quote, it should increase revenue. This is a good idea for songwriters. There isn't a chance, you know... God bless you, Jody. I know you have a job, but there isn't a chance in God's green earth that if 33% and 70, what would that be? 60, 33% would be 67%. If we add it up to a dollar, there is no way in goodness green earth they're now going to pay $2 for the song between us. 100%, 100%. No. No way. That, no. Huh. They're going to give you 50%. They're going to give me 50%. So a couple of quarters, a couple of quarters, which means you benefit. I don't. I know, I know what she's saying. I get it. But no, no company is going to lose money willingly. All I smell is a lawsuit. Yeah. She also says the concern is that the pros, once again, BMI, ASCAP, mm-hmm. will reduce rates. No, they can't. The pros know that a songwriter can terminate at any time and go to the other one. Really? Right? At any time? Of course. I can leave BMI anytime I darn well feel like. Okay. It costs me nothing to join them. It costs me nothing to leave. Uh, oh. Right. It says here this will increase competition and may increase rates. 
It also may mean that if the streaming services or the record companies hang a higher rate out there, bingo, goodbye. And the, and the record companies, if they hang a higher rate out there, they don't have to sign the artist. All they have to do is hang the rate out there. And if you don't make any money, they don't have to pay you. Oh, so there. My. Yeah. Says here, there's a concern that pros do not have to deal with any other pro, thus in slow payment. Songwriters, it says here, will jump ship. And pros don't want that, thus they'll deal with their problem. I don't believe that. I don't buy that either. I don't believe that either. It also says, quote, 100% payment is easy math. It'll make the payments easier, thus quicker payments. Oh, my gosh. I don't believe that either. I don't either. Because here's the thing. I mean, with the cable company or the, the satellite company, if they if you don't give them their money on the first yeah you have no cable right that you have no cable but when you have a problem oh we'll send the cable guy out yeah in he's three on weeks. his way yeah and you got to be there between seven thirty in the morning and five thirty at night yeah, and take the day off from work yeah, to make, make sure it happens make huh? sure you're available he'll be there sometime oh, yeah. don't use the bathroom that's oh, when he's going to yeah. show up yeah, I know I don't buy that. It's a one-way thing. Absolutely. It is an absolute one-way thing. Fine enough. Elvis Costello and the Attractions. Every day I write the book here on Rock School. Don't tell me you don't know what love is When you're old enough to know better When you find strange hands in you Every day, every day, every day I write the book Okay, last break here on Rock School. We're splitting a little early just because I'm I'm kind of out of content. It was something I wanted people to know about. Right. It's just it could be explained rather quickly. However, I ask you again, Tammy, does anyone care about this? Uh, you know, I know as a person who puts together a radio show, I need to do content that people will care about and thus listen to, but... You know, I've done this for nine years plus, so I'm kind of of the opinion I've I've earned the right to say, look, you should care about this. Well, let me ask you this. Wait, yeah, go ahead. Is, is and this is going to, you know, this is coming from someone who knows very little, okay? Yeah. Is there a downside to not having BMI? <sighs> Gosh. That's the thing. It's it's one of those, you know, why do we do this? It's the... Or the, is it something you're going to... I mean, I'm interrupting you, but is it something right. you're going to look back on and go, oh my God, we saw it coming and, and, and now there's no longer BMI and now we have, you know, uh, they should still be here. Is there a downside to this? What are we not... What are we missing? I don't know. There's that relic idea of history. We used to do it this way. We should still do it this way. Television used to be out of the air. It used to be free. And I know what people are going to say. Well, it still can be free. You just have to buy this piece of equipment, this piece of equipment, this piece of equipment, and you can still get it for free. But there was something wonderful about the fact that it was free. I also pine for the idea of radio. It was free. People did it. And then radio killed itself. That whole ownership concern. Well, that, that's kind of what I'm trying to ask. Yeah. Are they killing themselves? Is there is there something that we're going to miss about not having BMI? What are they doing for music that we need to hang on to them for? I, you know, I, you don't want to look back on history and look at it like we look at radio today. If I was a songwriter 
and this is going to sound terse, but if I was a songwriter, I would go where I was getting paid. Because to go somewhere where you're not getting paid doesn't feed the family, doesn't make the cable bill, doesn't buy my baby shoes. You have to go where the money comes in. And if ASCAP and BMI are only going to give you X percentage, yet Pandora or Sony ATV or what have you is going to pay you more, I, I can't fault a songwriter for going with them. And if that's going to be the new way it's done, goodbye BMI and ASCAP. And I know that sounds terrible, but... Remember, there was a time there were no freeways in California. Everything was done by cable car, by streetcar. Right. These these things that we pine for, that we of our generation have the greatest method of doing everything, we don't. It can be defeated. Right now, I, I lecture to my students time and time again, you should read a newspaper. You should watch a uh, a nightly newscast. And they look at me like I have a third head growing off of my shoulder. And they're like, no, it comes to me for free on my phone. And in my head, that's absurd. To them, I'm absurd. So where is the money going with BMI? Where where, where does all the money go? They must make a profit in order to figure out the amounts of money and go forward. Okay, who's getting it? BMI, they have to stay afloat. They're a business. They represent you. They take a portion of the money to represent you, and they figure out what royalties you have. They perform a solid service, but now that then the Then who's going to represent you if you're being represented by somebody who is only concerned about streaming? I don't know, darling. The problem is that if the money is so easy now, it's all 100%, why do you need them? Why can't I, I you... think you just said it, to represent you. Yeah, I guess so. I guess Look, so. I didn't think I, I needed know. a travel agent anymore either. And then I started thinking about this complicated trip. And you know what? You needed a travel agent. Well, I didn't want to have to figure out yeah. certain issues about the trip. And I thought, well, guess what? I need a travel agent. Yeah. So maybe somebody does need them to represent them. Well, we'll find out. It's that whole, you know, you don't know what you got till it's gone to quote Big Yellow Taxi. If they do start to go away, we'll see the we'll see the problem. That's a concern. Again, it all comes back to the question right at the beginning. Does anyone care? Or is it just play my music, give me my music, I don't care. If I don't have Kanye, I'll die. Well, I can tell you what we don't need more of. Kanye? Uh, government regulation. I'll agree with that. That's, that's my opinion. That'll do it. Keep the government out. <laughs> I'm Joe Burns. I am the very ticked off Tammy Burns. Oh my gosh, you're going to vote Trump, aren't you? Urgh. Urgh, that'll do it. Uh, class is dismissed. <laughs>